What's up, everybody? Fast kind. Before we get into this episode, I just want to tell you real quick about our wonderful sponsors and dear friends of the podcast. First, we got Kale, aka the Grow Guru. You can check them out on Instagram at Grow Guru Hawaii. If you're interested and want to learn how to grow your own medical cannabis and stop relying on overpriced dispensaries or shady transactions that could land you in jail, maybe. Uh, Take the power into your own hands and hit up my boy Calais and learn the process from germination to harvest to smoking that shit. Um, Head him up at the Grow Guru Hawaii. Our second sponsor is Pakalolo Seed, one of our newer sponsors and dear friends as well. once you've gotten the information you need from Kalei, you can hit up my boy Bong at Pakalolo Seed and start getting your seeds. Simple as that. They grow and breed different strains specifically for different ailments that can help with insomnia or, you know, whatever ailment might be ailing you. If I haven't said ailment enough in that last 10 seconds, but hit up Bong bong of pakalolo seed or pakalolo seed on instagram let them know eric sent you and obviously for these past two these last two sponsors uh make sure you know all the laws in your state before making any decisions or you know going down any path do your research folks uh you know just get your shit together and our third sponsor is retro hawaii if you like obscure local clothes from the 80s or the 90s, um, hit up my boy Jerry on Instagram at Retro Hawaii. I don't know how he does it. He comes across all this cool ass gear that you know you haven't seen since the 80s, old gotcha T-shirts and shit like that. Um, he's got it, and if that's your style and you want to rock that shit, hit him up. And let them know Voices from the Planet sent you. And last but not least is Audible.com. For a free 30-day trial of Audible, which is audiobooks. I think they got podcasts on there now. Uh, visit their website, Audible.com backslash or Audible dot Audible trial. Well, whatever. Go to Audible.com. If there's a promo code section, enter Voices from the Planet and you will get that 30-day free trial. And one free audiobook download, even if you decide not to keep the service. And if you're into podcasts, most likely you're into audiobooks. They'll probably have something you're interested. So go just go check them out. Once again, thank you to all my wonderful sponsors: The Grow Guru, Pakalolo Seed, Retro Hawaii, and Audible.com. Mahalo, mahalo. Thank you, thank you. And let's just get into the episode already. That is enough. The dogs are barking. Love you guys. Peace. Halloween 
Halloween edition of Voices from the Planet. I am your host, Eric. Thank you all for joining me on this spooky October 31st blue moon. What is it? Blue Hunter Moon on the eve of All Hallows. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, We got a special Halloween edition for you folks. I know it's been a while. Um... You're probably wondering, is he going to talk about why, where the hell he's been? But uh, we'll get into that in another episode. But tonight, we want to bring to you special special guests on the podcast. Special shout out to my wife for setting this up. Um, her coworker, Kella, is um, into the supernatural. So we had him on to share some ghost stories. And also, my brother-in-law, Michael, who also joined us. Like about midway through, he dialed in and shared a couple ghost stories alongside my wife, who also had some stories to share as well. So, sharing some spooky stories with you guys tonight, and I hope you guys are being safe. Um, if you're not going out trick-or-treating, thank you for checking in. Or if you are, maybe you're listening to this in your earbuds as you're walking down the street trick-or-treating with your kids. But... Whatever you're doing on this Halloween, please be safe, take care of your loved ones, and we'll keep it short. We'll get straight into the episode now, Halloween edition, with Kella, Michael, and Nicole Shoots. Love you guys. Peace. Um, so we're having you on to share ghost stories with us. Yeah. We're going to try, I'm going to try to get it out today at least before. Okay. So Sounds good. Can check it out tonight. Right. Nobody's able to trick or treat. You're super yeah. Unfortunately. I'll be at home and can listen to this episode and get scared. Nice. Well, thank you for having me on though. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. So if you want to just get into it, um, today. All right. Well, um, so I moved here about four years ago, 2016, and probably my biggest um, supernatural experience was um, a night of just me and three of my other cousins um, just cruising around the island a little bit. And it was crazy because we were completely sober, too. It was around like one or two in the morning. We're in one car driving down the Pali. And we made a left turn onto Kapa'a Quarry, um, windward side. So Kapa'a Quarry connects, you know, Kailua area to Kaneohe-ish. And um, I live in that area, so I was like, oh, take this turn. So we're going down that road. And I can't remember if the moon was out or anything, but all I said was, oh, wait, stop the car. They stopped the car. And that during that time, um, I was kind of like an adrenaline junkie and just so into doing, like, not really official ghost hunting, but just getting out there at night and, you know, walking around cemeteries. Just, I'm, I'm a little weird like that, but I like to bring you yourself know. in situations where you might be able to experience something. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love it. And my cousins, they know me. They're like, oh, man, it's another night with Keller. You know, we got to go do something crazy. They would they would never do. It. And they know it's so taboo, you know, in um, 
Hawaiian culture and you know in, in many cultures it's like you, they always say you know you don't mess around with those kind of things but I'm, I love to push them you know, <laughs> test the waters so um, we're at Kapa'a Quarry and I tell him stop the car so he stops the car and I get out I said I'm gonna jog in front of the car just keep your headlights on and we're just gonna go all the way down the road <laughs> they're like okay so another cousin jumped out with me he's like, all right let's do it so we're just jogging jogging and then next thing you know, the driver ditches us and speeds down the road. And now it's pitch black. I'm like, damn it. And then my one of the cousin was jogging with me. He runs after the car. And I'm just laughing, watching him leave. And then I'm walking by myself. I'm like, okay, this is a little too weird. It's a little too quiet over here. So after a while, I start getting the goosebumps. So I book it i book it after the car i'm like whoa wait wait wait, wait. it's a bad idea somehow i'm able to get in the car and my cousin's not able to get in the car so he's still running after us and we're kind of driving down the road and we get in, in front of that um that uh what is that that station over there on the left hand side it's like, like the, the green waste yeah the waste station over there so we stopped the car right in front of that um that area and on the left hand side there's the front gate my cousin catches up there's three of us in the car he's locked out of the car trying to open the door and one of us happens to look to the left at the gate and right it's either in front of the gate or behind it we couldn't tell but it's this full black shadow black figure we could see from the head to the feet and it was completely pitch black we couldn't see any features on it and even though there was um the complex had some lights, spotlights around the area. We just couldn't see any features of the the figure. And I'm like, well, this is way too cool. I was like, I actually thought it was somebody. I was like, oh, who's that guy right there? And they all look like, what the hell? And my cousin who's locked out the car starts freaking. I was like, oh, hell no, hell no. I starts trying to open the door. We let him in. And then we're just staring at the figure. And it's not moving. But it's completely black. It's like any light could shine on it and nothing's showing. Mm -hmm. So, okay, it's a little weird. But we had a flashlight with us. So by this time, we're yelling at my cousin, shine the light on him. Shine the light on him. He gets not, so Get scared. in the car. Get in the car. No, no, <laughs> not even go. Not drive. No drive. It's shine the light. And he's just, he just like would not shine the light. And the black figure just stands there and doesn't even do nothing, but just it's feeling like he's looking right at us. And it's not far from us either. Probably like 10 or 15 yards away from the car. And the driver's like, ah, screw it. So he just starts rolling already. And the next thing you know, he just books it. He just pedals to the metal and books it out of there. And I look at him like, what's wrong, dude? What, what's going on? And I've never seen my cousin's eyes so big in my life. And he's another adrenaline junkie, but I could tell something was up when I was looking at him booking it. And his, his breathing was so heavy. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? He's like, it's behind us. It's behind us. I'm like, what the fuck? So we finally get out of the road and we get to the stoplight um, that faces Kalaheo High School. I tell him, stop the car, dude. And everyone's freaking out. I was like, everybody chill out. So we're taking a second to breathe. And I look at him like, what did you see, bro? He's like, that thing just flew behind the car and was flying at us. 
I'm like, you for real? Are you sure you saw what you saw? Like, dude, I cannot lie. And I know him. We went from calm, having fun, to freak out mode in just a matter of seconds. I was like, oh, hell no. So I was like, wait, guys, chill out. Let's go back and check it out. (laughs) 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 And they're like, no, dude, you crazy. I was like, just let's just calm down. Let's wait for a car to come down this road and we'll follow it. So there's two cars going instead. So we're waiting and waiting at the stoplight. And then finally, a car comes down. So we book a U-turn and then we start following this car. I felt bad for the car because they got freaked out that there's a car that just booked yeah. a U-turn. <laughs> it's now tailing them. So they booked it out of that road. And I'm like, damn it, now we're alone. So we went and we stopped right. We kind of we didn't stop, but we slowed down right in front of the same area. And that, that metal gate that was there was now open. Wide open. And no one was in sight. And we just got freaked out. Like, oh, hell no. So we drove out of there all the way to my house. And we're dead silent in the car. Because the night of fun just turned real. (laughs) Super real. We got to the house. And then we sat down and we talked about it. Like, man, none of us could really figure out what the hell that was. There was no light shine on it. Even the complex lights, nothing could actually show us what we saw. This complete black figure, head to toe, did not move until we started driving away. Then it just, I don't know, ended up flying behind the car. Like chasing you guys once chasing you started us. rolling away. Yeah, as soon as we started rolling away. Um, a couple nights after that, um, we would check. And we do it like around like 10 p.m., but we drive in front of the area. And we never saw the same thing ever again, even to this day. Mm-hmm. It kind of gave us like PTSD where we never wanted to drive down that road and... In case you see it again. In case you see it again. <laughs> Especially since I live in that area. They all live um, townside. So I would have to be the one you know, driving down that road. So I, I would avoid that road and go a different oh, way. Yeah. Um, but I ended up having dreams about it. And it's so weird because I would dream that in the front of my house is that black figure. And as soon as I see it in my dreams, I freak out. And I swing open the front door. And I try to fight it. like It's like completely like worried scared about what the hell that thing is so i go out there try and tackle it but nothing ever happens and i end up waking up uh but thank god nothing ended up like truly haunting us after that because like following you guys back home that's a real fear i think people have is like you go somewhere Mm -hmm. and um like even if you're just trying to like check it out like you know maybe decide one that you want to go walk down old pully road with your friends Right. Like your one friend doesn't want to go because he's the one who's like, it's going to follow us home. I'm just going to wait here. And like, you're going to wait by yourself. Yeah, it which makes it worse because now you're by yourself. So it's always like that Scooby-Doo situation. You got to kind of lure them in with Scooby snacks or something. Like, I wonder yeah. if there's anything that happened around there. Because, I mean, the the Rock Curry area, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's been accidents in the past. I think it's been in operation for how long? You know what I mean? Possibly, yeah. Where, I keep like, hearing people talk about it, too. Like, Oh, they say cops don't go down there at night and stuff like that. Um, um, we had a another situation in that same area. Oh, yeah, we're a little crazy, but we went back there again um, with the different crew and, and a little different area because next to there on the right-hand side going down that same direction is the, it's that grassy field where people go and they fly their RC planes and all they that. They have that, um, the bathroom and that little parking lot, yeah. 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 So we wanted to do this again. So this time we parked the cars in that area and we got out the cars and we started walking towards that field. 
the same driver friend or cousin, he looked in the direction of that um, that construct um, that waste area, mm-hmm. and he saw an old lady walking in the dead of the night towards us. So I, it's got to be like either my cousin is cursed or is really <laughs> strong with his <laughs> with his sense. Yeah, because he's like, oh, okay, nope. And we just, you know, kind of walked back to the cars calmly. Like, no, 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 we're not doing this again. We got <laughs> out of there. Yeah, but that, that area is a little funky at night. But now, I mean, I got over that PTSD and I go down there whenever. And I st- I'll purposely look. You know, I won't avoid. Like, now I'll you look. want to see. Yeah, I was like, come on, come on, give me something. <laughs> yeah, that's the adrenaline. I had a night there with um, one of my friends. Well, I mean, I used to cruise with a bunch of kids from Kailua. Mm-hmm. So we would, um, like, that's where we would, like, pull over and drink and stuff down the quarry. And then we never saw anything. And then one night, one of my girlfriends was um, coming out of Kailua, like, Mokapu Boulevard. And then if you're going to make that left turn down mm. Kapa Quarry, mm. she hit that turn light and it fell on her car and cracked her windshield. And then she drove and I was following her or I was still at my friend's house down the street. Anyway, I guess she pulled over down there and then I had come down there. Maybe she called or something. And then I drove down and then we were like two drunk girls beefing one having a panic attack and breakdown because she just tore the light down, but like nothing happened, and it was just us two girls. So Dang. I never like we spent a lot of time down there. I never saw anything. What? Yeah. I've never had any experiences personally with ghosts or seeing anything or feeling anything. Oh, Not that yeah. I want it. I yeah. mean, I, I kind of already feel like I, you know, like. They exist. They're there. They're among us. So there's no real need to prove it to me. Mm-hmm. And I think seeing it would be more terrifying than be like, okay, so now I know they're real. It's cool. We can move on. But I think yeah. I'd be more scared. <laughs> it's like, you know, already, but just to push it that little much could yeah. do it for yeah. you. It's like, oh, yeah. okay. All right. I've had enough. <laughs> and now I'm paranoid all the time about everywhere. Oh, f- mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I believe in sharks, but I just never want to encounter one in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that to be real, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Weird, because I, I never really had um, paranormal experiences that I can remember until probably in my late teens and going into um, that whole 2016 area because mm-hmm. I've always just been, like, listening to all my parents' ghost stories and my uncles and aunties telling all these you know, just to spook the kids until I was like, what the hell? This, sh- this shit is really happening. I had, um, think, like, because I always hear, like, you know, when they talk about, like, poltergeists mm-hmm. and those kind of things that happens around, like, you know, puberty age. Because you're around that age when you started, you said 16, right? Yeah, around that age. Well, 2016. Oh, 2000. Um, I thought you said yeah, yeah. No, no, 2016. <laughs> How old were um, you? I was 21 at that time. Oh, never mind. That never mind. That squashes my theory. Oh. <laughs> I, well, they, I yeah. have... Good job, Keller. <laughs> no, because they say like, like that kind of activity can start up when kids are going through like puberty or in that pubescent. Yes. 
and mm-hmm. changes are happening in their lives and energies are shifting. So I was wondering if I thought you said you were 16. So, but well, um, I do, I have heard that for girls in their teens, stuff happens to them more. So we, that's why we mm-hmm. happen to see more horror movies based around teenage girls mm-hmm. with poltergeist and stuff. It seemed, there's this thing about actual ectoplasm. They talk about that we give off naturally and, and accumulate at the same time. But the more you have of it, the more likely drawn things are towards you, um, spirits and all that. And teenage girls happen to give off this ectoplasm, which, you know, this whole time, like, ectoplasm, that sounds like, um... Ghostbusters. Like conjuring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, <laughs> Conjuring, they talk about it. You know, they always give this the scary end of it, but um, supposedly this ectoplasm, even as um, for spirits, you can gather this ectoplasm and that's what helps you move physical objects like if you're like in ghost how he kept trying to move stuff until finally he was able to move i forgot what it was in that movie but it's a gathering of this type of it's not just any energy it's like Mm -hmm. specifically this type you know but anyways um yeah i think just around that age that's when i started to realize things and i was funny because not as a kid you know when kids they're, they say they're more adept to see things mm-hmm. and yeah. things. It happened for me more when I was in my teens. Um, I think the real, the first one that happened, I was like, oh, hell no, what is this? I was um, staying in my cousin's house in Vegas, and it was a one-story, but it, the house stretched out long ways, and I was babysitting his um, one-year-old for like a couple of days. And this one particular day, it was daytime too, but I was alone in the house and I was just chilling, waiting to finally get picked up because I was the end of my babysitting um, days. I was going to go home waiting for my sister. And I started hearing this, the baby crying at the end of the house. I was like, holy crap, the baby's crying. Just to realize the baby's not even with me at this point. The mom came and picked up the baby. I'm alone in the house, but I could hear the baby crying. Right after that, and these this house um, has a pretty large uh, lot, so all the neighbors are spread out. So I would have no way to hear them. So it's just a single floor, and I could hear at the end of the hallway the baby crying. Right after that, I start hearing a voice talking, and a kind of like a whisper. It's almost like if um if someone next door to you is playing like a podcast, mm-hmm. like in another room. And you just hear that muffled talking. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was hearing. I heard one voice. And then I heard a second voice, like two distinct voices. And then I was in that point. Like, my mom is a huge fan of Ghost Hunters. Um, Taps, if you guys ever watched them, with, uh, Jason and Grant. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching them. And I, was, I never had that development of fear of this stuff. That's just more like curiosity. But even though that stuff was happening, I hear a baby crying. There's no baby in the house. And voices. It's like, okay, calm down calm down. And I just text my sister. I was like, are you almost here? She's like, oh, almost there. I was like, okay. And I just had to sit through it. You know, I can't do nothing. I'm not going to run out the house. And I just wanted to experience it. And I think after just opening up to it, then it kind of led down that, you know, that mm-hmm. spiral of doing more crazy things. Is there a difference? Because this experience happened during daytime, you said. Mm-hmm. Like, daytime versus nighttime. Because we always hear about, like, the witching hour, that 3 a.m., 3.15. Oh, yeah, but like, obviously, things can happen during the daytime as well. Like they're gone. Is there a? Is there like a? I mean, do you know if that's a, 
a thing or if there's a reason behind that or <laughs> i have honestly never really figured out the whole timing thing even with witching hour you know some people say like energy is spiking at that point or whatever but yeah like you said daytime you still hear things and you know possibly on the other side there's no difference between different. daytime or nighttime you know it's right. just always one thing so for us i don't know i don't know why like i think on ghost hunters they talked about running their investigations at night just because they can use thermal cameras and all these other mm. night vision equipment and it's just quiet because everyone in a yeah it's super quiet so you have to that's what i was thinking too is like maybe there's just so much other noise daytime noise going on that you might you might not even you might be hearing stuff, but you might not picking be even realizing you're hearing it because it's just outside noise or you know. Yeah, exactly. It's on upstairs, so you know we're hearing voices coming from upstairs, but there could be mixed in voices with there that are not from the TV, but we don't even pick it up. Right? How many times we think the TV is playing upstairs, but actually something's going on up there? <laughs> all these things. Yeah. Well, not to freak other people out, but yeah, anytime. Um, I have heard. I think on that show they talked about. Areas that are closer to water, bodies of water, have higher spikes of activity, paranormal mm -hmm. activity. That's why things like lighthouses and how many, you know, lighthouse scary movies are there. It's yeah, just and that stories about lighthouses. water, salt water energy, something about that is just pumping. Because, like, how people run experiments. Yeah, something like that. Because, like, camera equipment, when they get batteries get drained, lights go out, you know, they're mm -hmm. probably drawing energy from something. So, right. even with the hydropower, you can only expect you know they're probably doing the same thing getting all that energy and That's this is kind I of i have a i'm thinking about it too and like it's kind of a metaphysical thing too but like how crystals can hold information and yeah. that kind of stuff and aren't crystals like kind of like in a state between liquid and solid they're kind of liquid i don't know there's some weird shit about crystals right so maybe just bodies of water have that same property and yeah. can hold you know frequency and information and energy so all the crystal lovers out there, you're just a bigger magnet for more yeah. <laughs> all the stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, all those rocks you got in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. That's cool. Yeah. Not hurting anybody. Yeah. Have you ever experienced any like haunted objects? Haunted objects? Um like the dolls or you know how they have funny. um we had a haunted I swear it was a haunted doll. I'm not sure if the house in general was haunted, but um mm -hmm. as a kid. Oh, okay. I can't remember more kid stories, but we lived in a, it was a two-story house in Vegas, and my sister, she's one year older than me, she slept in her own room, but me and my youngest slept her, sister slept in a larger room with a bunk bed. But one night, she comes running to our room and wakes us up, and she tells us the doll is moving, because she has this doll that sits in a plastic case on top of her... Um, we got her like her wardrobe thingy, mm -hmm. and it yeah, has that windy thing on the back. Oh, of it. yeah, yeah, and then it starts moving a music box oh. playing. It started playing in the middle of the night, so she ran and woke us up to tell us about it. And I was probably six at the time, so I had this little flashlight under my bed. I we grab it and we go to her room, shining the light on the doll, and it's not moving whatsoever. But we're like, uh, okay, we're not chancing that again. So we yeah. grabbed the doll and we put it in the closet. I mean, that doesn't help much. Right, right. You can't see it. Yeah, as long as you can't see it. Because I think it could yeah. be going off in the closet. But as long as you don't see it, you're good. And at that time, it's like 
we don't want to i swear there's been instances where we've told our parents about something and especially my dad and he's not a non-believer like he's not a skeptic at all he knows but he's more of the crap what do we do but you know like more on the extreme end of how to handle things more the scream at the ghost kind of people so we don't want to wake him up because he was going to go crazy off on this doll but we hid it in the closet sealed away never looked at it again and thank god she got rid of that doll you're like a year later because that thing was going off i had a scary doll but i mean it never did anything i was just really scared of it but i had to take it out of my room because i couldn't fall asleep Mm-hmm. with it looking at me like, it like those 1920s porcelain dolls my mom didn't have a it ton of those it looked like that but it was plastic but real pale yeah. and sad because my grandma got it for me but when I got older it was just like it looked creepy yeah <laughs> oh get rid of that yeah uh, I think it's funny how like there's the the different reactions people have like you said like your dad would like you know, yeah, that kind of like yeah, yeah. That version. There's the get out of him. There's the you know maybe like try to be nice to it and be like we're cool. Just don't scare me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the you can go about your business, but just um you know leave me out of it. And then there's like the ones who just like ignore or even like move. <laughs> like yeah. we just gotta get out of here. Yes. Oh, my brother's coming. Noise. Oh. So you guys are gonna we're gonna ask Mike. Nicole's brother to also share because they have had some stories at their house in Luan. Oh, nice. Right so on. the funny thing is, Mike. Hello. Maybe he just wants oh, to there. listen. Are you going to show your face? Uh, I didn't bring my laptop home, so I don't have my oh, camera. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Do you not have the camera on your phone? Um, I do, but my phone audio is probably not as good as. Oh, okay. I don't know. I Fine. figure audio is more important than video. All right, cool. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> Thanks for joining anyway, us. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. And we're on here with my coworker, Kella, Master X. X. How's it going, man? Hey, this is my brother, so Mike. So me and Mike both have stories from our house in Nuuanu, which is like across from Old Pali Road, across the Pali Highway. And... um. Balkanaka for those people who are interested in the location. <laughs> we both never said anything about it to each other until this year. Wow. We were talking about it. it was like, oh my god. But we both, yeah, had that was a creepy house. So share yours, Nicole, and then maybe yeah. Mike can like chime in and Yeah, I'll jump in. Where okay. yeah, where the stories kind of interlace together. So that house was just, I mean, older wooden house up on the mountain. Yeah, we got to set the stage to where to where this is. So yeah, yeah. It's, and, like, the significance maybe of. Well, I don't think it's really like I don't I'm, think it was like one of the warriors that but, were killed but, in battle. Well, maybe there. not even that, but so. For people who don't know, the Pali has like a ton of also like religion, like churches of different sects and denominations or whatever. So it's just, I feel like it has a lot of like spirituality just in that valley 
plus on top of its ancient history and the battle that was fought there and the lives lost there. So there's also, you know what I mean? I just feel like... And Pele is there yeah, walking like the highway. That should be noted when you're talking about the Pali is like, there's so much religious and spiritual stuff. And when we... there. Yeah. yeah, when we're talking about Nuanu, we're talking about Upper Nuanu. We're talking way back in the valley. So, like uh, right before, like the last stoplight before you go to the tunnels. Yep. Your last chance to turn around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where we reside. Yep. And it's, you know, the, the road to get to where our house was is, you know, you turn left on the poly and you go up a winding road and then you go up another winding road. And by the end of it, you're pretty much perched on the side of, you know, the side of the valley and our house um was sitting um just in front of the valley going going all the way up to the ridge line so yeah we're, our backyard like houses above us yep our backyard is basically just forest and valley and and that's it so um that's the that's the stage pretty <laughs> isolated area tucked in the back of the valley we're in yeah. the forest people don't go up our road unless they live there or are going to see someone who lives there or have business there like it's not it's not a thoroughfare yeah there's no. not a lot of activity yeah we were in a cul-de-sac yep yep that's super important right <laughs> you just wanted to say cul-de-sac <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> i always just like felt like uji over the i don't know a better word but just felt creeped out over there. So um, nothing happened for many, many years. But in the bathroom, when I would go to take a shower, I would always like go in the tub and like squat down and run the water until it gets hot before I turned on the shower. So I'm like facing the wall right in front of me. And every time I did that, every single time, Oh, sorry. Every single time you get the feeling that someone is watching you, right? So every time I would have to look. And then it got so bad, there was a point where I wouldn't shower unless other people were home. I couldn't do that by myself. So, no, again, nothing happened. It was just a feeling. I can talk myself out of it, okay? Like, enough to get through the shower. But... Then one day, I started being touched in the shower, not like sexually or anything, but like, it would be like a finger just doing that, like down my uh... back. And it wasn't like a water drop going down your back feeling. I felt my skin being pushed in. Like I felt the pressure pushing in and just running down my back ever so slowly and of course then i would like turn around and nothing's there and then rinse off and get out mm -hmm. and then so that happened a couple times and then and did you had you told like your brother or your mom no. about this no you just no. kept it to yourself okay. yeah and then like i'm thinking like it's got to be water right it's got to be like a water drop dripping down my back but it like I'm trying to convince myself it's not what I think it is. It's like a super thick water drop. Yeah, and heavy <laughs> and forceful. But, okay, so then one time I was with um, my boyfriend at the time, and we were in my room, and I was in one corner, like, 
my closet was on one long side of my room. My bed was in the opposite back corner. And I was in the corner by my closet doing like putting a DVD in or something in there. And I was bending over and I felt that same thing go like from my knee up the back of my thigh, like up to the bottom of my foot. And then I turned around, I thought it was my boyfriend and he's sitting across the room in the opposite corner. Like no way he could have touched me and jumped without me hearing it or anything. So that was weird. And then that was, I think the last time that happened, still never saw anything. And then. Did you say anything to him? Like, did why you do that? Yeah. And was that yeah. like, what was that conversation? Like, I didn't I do it. Or yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, was, I asked him, I crazy. think if he like, did you just touch me? And he's, he's like, no, but, and he was literally like, so it wasn't on like, his phone or something. Like it wasn't, there was no, like there was no action to him. Like, Ooh, yeah. getting back in place and making like nothing. It was like, no, what are you talking about? This is weird that you, uh, you mentioned like the feeling of being watched. So I think this is also why we didn't talk about it because, okay. So when we moved to Hawaii, I was six or seven, I was in the second grade. Um, and so, you know, that's around the time where you, you start really forming like a lot of your memories and, and stuff like that. So I have a few snippets of memory from places we lived previously to coming to Hawaii, but, um, some of the things that you experience, you know, you, you have no frame of reference to, to compare it to. So, um, and I say this because um, I'm just thinking about what um, Nikki said about feeling like being watched. And I'm remembering that, um, you know, while we were living in this house, um, I would frequently get the feeling of being watched. And so I, to describe it like physiologically, um, if you ever get that that tingling feeling, that um, spine tingling, like hair standing up on the back of your neck, yeah. um, like when you're listening to a, spook, a spooky story or like when you kind of get that urge to turn around and see if there's like someone behind you. So um, that feeling happened all the time in that house. Um, I don't I don't know why. I don't know how to describe it. But what I do know is that since moving out, I don't experience that ever. Um it's not a regular thing it's and when i do experience it it's because you know the wind is blowing a strange way or there's someone right behind me or or (laughs) yeah i'm listening to a spooky story or something right but um at the new wanu house it would be you're walking down the hallway and i start getting you know hair standing up on the back of my neck and it was just it happened so frequently that i just um, started to think it was normal. Uh, and so hearing, you know, Nikki talk about feeling like being watched, um, reminded me of the fact that, yeah, it was happening all the time. Um, and it's, it's weird because now, you know, it's looking back, it's like, wow, that was actually not normal. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. kind of, that does actually kind of put it into perspective about how scary that house was after you leave and that stuff doesn't happen anymore. I've, like, right. I've also been there a bunch of times and I've never had a problem. <laughs> like, I never got that feeling. But before we get into, like, the rest of the stories that you have from that house, because it is, is I'm going to play the role of the debunker, the, the 
um, because it's an older house and they always say like electromagnetic fields can induce these types of feelings. And I know you guys never got it checked, but could that, that could be a possibility for the weird feelings is that maybe had some faulty wiring and it was giving off extra EMF fields could have been influencing that way. But go tell the, the other story and then that'll disprove what I just said. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the skeptic. So, um, gosh, I don't know if this happened after or before the bird. Well, let me set the stage with the bird. Because we'll just say it happened after and it'll make my story more It's always got to be an animal in one of these stories. Yeah. Before, wait, before, <laughs> so, you, before you start the story, uh, can you... Okay, so my my personality, my way of thinking, can you let people know that I'm not... Uh, or I guess I'm actually a, a skeptic. I, yeah. I don't believe in supernatural stuff. So when you hear me talk about this stuff, I'm talking about it from like a unexplained phenomena. I'm talking about it from the perspective of someone who doesn't buy into it but these are my experiences so i have no right. other frame of reference except to say like this is what i saw this is what i felt um but so that's that's where i'm coming at it from and you know i think that i don't want to say lends credibility but at least it it helps put into perspective how weird stuff was at that house i don't know because yeah. you're not the type of person who is looking for it or wants yeah. to see it or even believe that it existed prior to having the experience and even after the experience still might not even chalk it up to this category of experience, still trying to figure it out. Is right. If I, yeah, if I see something weird, I'm not going to immediately go and say, oh, it was a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in spirits, right? So I'm, I'm trying to find, like, scientifically, how could I explain this? Is this all in my head? Was this something um, natural that happened? So uh, it's, it's very strange when I talk about stuff like this because it's... I, I'm fighting what I actually experienced with <laughs> what I'm trying to reconcile it with scientifically. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm on the complete opposite of the spectrum. I believe everything is a ghost <laughs> and I want to see it kind of anyway. Yeah. We're sorry, completely sorry, opposite in this department, <laughs> but okay. So we have cats and um, I don't even know how many Bob Kit Ola Kala, was that all we had in the house? Martini uh, and nubs. They, they might have been outside. How far are we going back? Because we had Buddy. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Buddy. Anyway, so we had a, we'll say a few cats. And I came home from work one day and I see blood on the kitchen floor. And it is smeared in a path. And it's just a path and a path. And I follow it into the dining room. Like, this is for real, okay? And then I'm following it. And then I see behind the kitchen table, like by the windows, there's a huge puddle. And it's a dead bird. So a bird had somehow got into the house. And the cats obviously got it and stayed with it. And it was like, like in the movies, and like the police come, mm -hmm. like in uh it reminds me of like Boondock Saints and the like the police investigator guy comes and he's like puts on his classical music and then he sees the whole scene play out that had happened. Mm -hmm. Like that's what it was like. I could just see the path that they went with this poor bird mm -hmm. and then punctured it enough to it bleeding out. Yeah. And anyway, okay, so that happened in real life. Not really relevant to my story, but I just felt 
that set the mood right there thank you yeah so i mean it <laughs> was in the kitchen happy halloween so um so i was in the kitchen one day different day and i was doing the dishes and we had a real long narrow kitchen so we have like the kitchen sink and cabinets and then countertop and stove and then the washers and dryers and wash sink and just goes all down the line like that. <clears throat> so I was by the sink at one end and I'm just doing dishes like nothing. And, and then I hear this like rustling of plastic bags and, you know, we keep plastic bags. This is before the plastic bag ban, ban of 2018. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we had some like stored downstairs. So it sounded like the cat's, had the bag and we're like playing with it right down the stairs and then it just kept going and going and so I was like hey and I turned and all all of the cats are um like semi-circle. in a semicircle around me so the kitchen sink is on one on my front end and the cats are surrounding me in a circle all of them so nobody's downstairs playing with the plastic bag but as I was looking, I see the shadow, the shadow man, super tall, and he's by the dryer. So like the other end of the kitchen, but still we're only 20 feet apart. Not maybe. even 20 feet, 10 feet. Yeah. Damn. So, and then, so I was like, oh shit. And then I just turned and I just did the dishes like he wasn't there. And then... Um, like I could see him out of the corner of my eye. Mm. No features, same like you, just tall, mm -hmm. you know, kind of the shape of a person just standing there watching me do the dishes. Oh, and then God bless. <laughs> I didn't say anything, just pretended like it wasn't happening. And then I, um, I, uh, blessed the house after that. Yeah, right. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> Jesus leaf and coin salt and mm. we did a lot of pule and mm. and then i don't want to say the house felt better but nothing mm. happened after that mm. at least so like what in that moment of looking over and seeing something like that what are you supposed to do at that point probably tell it to leave tell it to leave i would assume my house I was too scared. I'm I'm not a fight or flight. I'm a deer in head. I'm a freeze. Oh, the freezer. <laughs> That's me. Uh, so I I froze and then I just pretending like this is not happening right now. And but then, I was scared. And then I so scared. At, after this experience, did you share any of this with your mom or your brother? No. So they still didn't know that you had these experiences. Okay. And then so Michael. You want to share your? Do you have any other ones to share? More specific? Yeah. So yeah. similar, I guess similar to what Nikki was talking about. Um, the again with the layout, just to give you maybe some mental imagery. Um, we had that long line of our kitchen into the the washroom area with the washer and dryer and utility sink, and then um, Nikki's bedroom was actually like right beyond that, and then in between um, that washer dryer area um, was our staircase going up the house. And then just besides that was another hallway going to like some bathrooms and then also leading to my bedroom and then the master bedroom, like down the hall. Um, but in between 
um, that hallway and the staircase, looking you know into where the washer dryer area was, there was a row of um, small slats, if you will. It was just a decoration, really. Um, small slats to break up kind of the house, add like kind of a, a small, um, not a wall, but just some features in the house next to the staircase. Well, there was um, cabinets on the opposite side of that, on the kitchen. Cabinets side. on the kitchen side, yeah. But yeah. Uh, right above where the staircase was, there were slats um, looking into the washroom area, basically. Um, so if you're walking down the hallway, um, going to say the bathroom or going to like the living room, um, on your right beyond the staircase were the slats and then you could see into like the washroom area. Um, there were also windows there with some drapes and whatnot, but um, many times um, I would, and only in this area, I would be walking to the bathroom or the living room and I would get that thing in your peripheral, right? Something moving, something there, some object, uh, perhaps dark, perhaps just moving in a way that catches your eye, right? And so you look. Um, and often I would see maybe a drape moving in the wind or um, something strange, but always in the periphery, I would see something between the slats. Right. And it's a weird optical kind of situation you find yourself in. But in my periphery, I was seeing this dark thing somewhere where there shouldn't be anything. Right. It, there's, there's no one else home with me or I know, you know, Nikki's in the living room or in her room or whatever. Um, and and so you, you know, this is a common experience and you'd be looking over there and you thought you saw something, you don't see anything, you kind of stare for a little bit longer and you kind of chalk it up to, okay, maybe it was the, the drapes or whatever, the blinds, or, mm -hmm. and you, you go about your business. But again, this is one of those things that anywhere else I've lived, anywhere else I've been, this is not something that I experience, um, at least not with this frequency, right? So um, sometimes, sometimes you do in your daily life, catch something in your periphery and you look, right? And it turns out to be a shadow or... Um, something moving, a bird, an animal, a person, whatever, um, and it makes sense. Um, it never, it never made sense um, at the New Wan House, and it was again always contained in that area, right? That that weird washroom area um, where there was some weird light play and these slats, and so I always chalked it up to just optically being strange and um, kind of a weird spot, and. And then to hear, you know, Nikki's story of seeing like a shadow person in that area, um, just kind of ties it all together. So yeah, that was a that was a weird spot in the house too. Um, the bathrooms were also weird, specifically our bathroom. I don't know, just the feeling you get in there. Yeah, I never like felt that in mom and dad's bathroom at all. No, not that I like showered in there regularly, but. Did you guys ever look into the history or find out anything that ever happened well, there? <laughs> like, do you remember that computer game and you like put in your address and And it tells like the story of what happened. Like, so you like put in your address and then like, it comes up with this ghost story that's supposed to be true. But then it, it was just like a game thing. But it was like this 13 or 12-year-old girl was like murdered in the house and buried in the front yard. And and then we had this, we had this Good. cement block 
you remember that? Yeah, the weird event. thing in the front yard. Big, like could be <laughs> to cover a, a teenage-sized coffin <laughs> in the front yard. It was Damn. like, oh my god! But then it was, it was just a stupid pottery or flowers or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How do you know it was fake? What if it's real? What if it was real? So tell your shadow person or well, let me. Thing. Let me start earlier uh, with the with the treehouse that um, our dad oh. built. Oh, you house. never tell me this one. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe you'll have something to chime in afterwards. But so our dad built um, me, us. I don't know, a treehouse. Yeah, in our backyard. Uh, super cool. Um, it had like a zip line. I mean, it was awesome for you know for a kid. But uh, after it was finished. Um, we had like a camp out in the treehouse, and so remember, our house and then our backyard and then beyond is just forest, right? Just going up to a mountain. So there's nothing back there. There's not like a fence and then another house. There's no, there's no sense of like a neighborhood beyond that. It's just the wilderness. Um, so we had a nice uh, lychee tree that you know served as the foundation, and this treehouse built around it. Um, really cool, but the the night that it was finished and we had that camp out, um, it was just me and my dad and um, our backyard just pitch black and I could not fall asleep. And it's, it's strange because, you know, we were a pretty outdoorsy um, family. We would go camping frequently um, in, in tents and, and in campers. And, you know, we weren't strangers to the wilderness and, to being outdoors and um so it wasn't like a an uneasiness with being in the wild or whatever right and it was just in our backyard like who cares but um but i couldn't sleep and all night i was hearing the leaves of the lychee tree just crunching crunch 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 all night maybe some wind rustling um and you know, that kind of thing just keeps you up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially as a kid, you know, your imagination is running wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's constant, right? And I'm trying to think to myself, maybe it's like a cat, like a, a pig. We have had pigs, um, but it's just constant throughout the night. Um, and, you know, at times um, I would hear like whistling from from the woods and it's not and you, you can chalk it up to like the wind moving through like a branch in a weird way and it just starts to whistle but it's it's off-putting right mm-hmm. um and these are all kind of like normal noises that you might expect from a forest but i don't think you'd expect it with that consistency right like throughout the night um and again that's one of those things that everywhere else i've been i love camping i go camping often i don't hear leaves crunching consistently through the night like someone's trampling out there right mm-hmm. and it just it just puts that imagery in your head and it makes it hard so i never i unfortunately never slept out there again i you know i would still play out there and stuff but i never spent the night um so I, i'm not sure if if dad feels upset that i didn't appreciate the treehouse <laughs> or anything but uh, that's the reason did it ever cross your mind i mean it's such you're so young but to like get up and look to see what it might have been no i was terrified i didn't want to see what it was <laughs> but but and that that crunching um i would hear it all the time so my bedroom was 
all of our bedrooms were basically facing the backyard. And it was a common theme um, in the night, you know. And it's no the, AC, so the windows are windows open are open all the time, so you hear everything. Yep, so, you know, often it would just be crunch, crunch, crunch in the backyard. And Could very well have been pigs. Yep. And, I but, mean, that's what I told myself. So, yeah. it, it's we some some animal. Bad. Yeah. Mm. And that's what helps you sleep at night. But um... <laughs> <laughs> our pigs again. Like if there weren't any pigs that ever came, you never saw one and never yeah. had that as an option. Then it was like, okay, and that's neighborhood cats, maybe. But to just be sticking around in the same spot for so long is not usual. They'd come forage or whatever and then move on if they didn't find anything. You know what I mean? So even still, just the... Yeah, the length of that. That's weird. And what's your other one, Mike? Yeah, so my other one is probably the, the one that I have the hardest time explaining. And I I chalk it up to my um my mental state at the time. So I can I can set the scene um and give you guys the breakdown of, of what happened leading up to this. So Well the cul de sac might be relevant in his story. Cul de sac is relevant, yep. <laughs> um, so uh i was uh 19 at the time maybe 20 um at the time and i had a relatively new car um i had a nice mazda speed 3 um and i uh, as a as a young guy i was out um clubbing one night um wasn't drinking so i was the d squared but uh unfortunately my car got um vandalized like someone threw eggs at it and um so, you know, that's traumatizing for someone who just got a new car. Um, so obviously I'm, um, I'm in uh, cleanup mode that night. So I get home, it's maybe 2 a.m. And um, our driveway is, you know, very steep going up to our house from the cul-de-sac. So um, I park it um, just in the driveway so I can start washing off the eggs um, immediately, right? So I don't want that to set in. Um, I, I have to get up at, six in the morning to go to my job the next morning so I'm, I'm also trying to do this quickly um and it's just pitch black we have one light that's working outside um and it's based on movement so it's like a motion detector light so i have to frequently like run around my car in the dark and try to wave my hands <laughs> to get the light to turn on um, so so imagine for half of this time that i'm like washing my car the light will shut off randomly and i'll have to go around and and wave my hands so um, so I'm washing the car. I'm, you know, I'm distraught because someone jacked up my car and kind of angry and angry that I have to stay up late and, uh, you know, wash something that shouldn't have happened. And, um, and I'm, you know, making my way around the car and something catches my eye at the bottom of our driveway. Uh, and what's weird about it, um, thinking back is that we had a streetlight, a lamp at the very bottom of our driveway that illuminated it completely right um and what caught my eye was that there was a something a shadow um and it was uh like an animal almost it was like on all fours um from my perspective right and i remember thinking that it was weird one because like what's creating the shadow and two because it was big it wasn't like a cat it wasn't like a dog it was big yeah. Um, not, I don't, I don't know how to put it into perspective, but it was like, it Where was, was, um, it was more like, 
It was more like a person. Yeah. On, like a child on a horse, or like an adult? Like an, like an adult, like a, a taller adult, maybe six foot person, right? Oh, yeah, but on all fours. Big. And, um, and I, I just chalked it up to a weird light effect, right? And I, I was like, okay, whatever. It's 2 a.m. I'm tired. It's weird. Okay, it's probably something with the tree or whatever. And I went back to washing my car. And so I'm making my way around the car again. And I just, I'm like, it's still in my mind. So I, I look back again. And I'll never forget this. As I'm looking down the driveway, I see this shadowy thing run on all fours from one side of our driveway to the other and on the other side of our driveway is a, a, a small rock wall and a fire hydrant and a, a small patch of grass and it runs from one side to the other and it's kind of standing in the shadow of that rock wall just so you you know again it's it's like what was that that's weird um, now it's in another shadow. It, is my my brain playing tricks on me? Like, okay, now for sure the hair on the back of my neck is standing up, and I'm staring. I'm staring down the driveway to see, like, is it still moving? What's happening? Like, okay. And at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, I really gotta wash my car. Like, I really gotta get this stuff off. Like, I'll just keep going. Like, this is weird. Um, so I I just keep staring at it. You know, I'm I'm trying my best to to wash my car it's now raining so i'm getting wet on top oh. of all of this um so i'm like okay just just gotta get it done um just gotta get out of here uh so i start to rinse off my car um and you know as I, as i make my way back to the to the rear of the car i look down the driveway one more time and i see this shadowy thing run across the driveway one more time up the driveway into the shadow of a rock wall on the other side of our driveway. And it's getting, you know, every time it's doing this zigzag up the driveway, getting closer. And so at that point, I just put the hose down. I don't even turn off the water. Um, it, you know, it's on a, on a nozzle where you spray it. So it's not like it's leaking, but I would normally shut it off. I don't, I don't do anything. I don't move my car. Uh, I don't think I even locked my car. I just, um, put the bucket down put the hose down and i noped out of there i just went <laughs> i went back inside and i locked the door it, i i just i couldn't handle it i mean it was just it was just too much three times and mm -hmm. and that was it for me i i don't care if it was like a, a hallucination i don't care what it was it was just it was just yeah. too much that was enough. Yeah. and have you ever seen did you ever see that again after that i never saw it again and i'm glad i didn't see it again. <laughs> um, did you say anything to it did you or say anything to yourself or nope? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I didn't. You mean like audibly, like verbally, say something to it? Yeah. No. Or I, did you talk to it telepathically? No, I was just oh. I was in my head trying to say like I don't know what that is. That's obviously something's not right here. Obviously, that's just a shadow. I was just trying to explain it away, right? And uh, I wasn't doing a great job of it, so I just got out of there. <laughs> Damn. And it, yeah, it was just strange That's in scary. the way that it, that it moved, right? It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a zipping of like light moving at a quick pace. It was again, like animalistic, like someone on all fours, like um, galloping or running right mm -hmm. from in one direction to another, which is the weirdest thing. It, so 
it would be easy to explain if it was just like a, a zip of like light going from one place to another or a shadow going from one place to another, but it wasn't. It had motion to it. It has it had like a uh, movement that made it more real. And so it was just spooky. Um, that is crazy. Sure, well, it, your neighbor downstairs coming home at the same time as you, just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck crawling. <laughs> yeah, crawling in the driveway, maybe. I'm going to fuck know. with Mike. Watch this. <laughs> pre-cell phone video so no there's no like evidence that they got you right (laughs) that curiosity getting me man that's so weird kella um i used to work at a hotel in waikiki it's the aqua bamboo maybe i shouldn't not aqua anymore anyway yeah too late so um (laughs) it's in like kind of the middle of kuhio and it's the land where Ainahau used to be, which was where Ka'iolani's Hale was. Mm. Um, so we had a ton of sightings of her at our hotel. The people would think it was just a random lady and she would brush her hair right in at the edge of their bed. But for some uh. reason, this is the weirdest thing. Nobody would come downstairs at the time. Sorry, I'm banging again. Nobody would come downstairs like, at the time or confront her or anything it's like they would come in the morning say this lady got in my room and was brushing her hair and then it was like the middle of the night so it's like okay so then we we know already what it is but we would just be like we'll do a lock interrogation and see what keys you know entered and then <laughs> they would turn around and go to the elevator to go back upstairs and then right by the elevator, we had a huge mural with her picture and what the Hale used to look like in the area and, you know, facts about her and stuff. And they, that's her. That was the girl. So Damn. it was kind of funny. But um, we had a lot of deaths in there. Um, People never, like, say what they, like, what how their reactions were, like, when they woke up in the middle of the night and saw yeah, this woman there and they weren't like, excuse me. me, you need to leave. And yeah, nobody like she just left peacefully when they asked or like they, she, you know, dematerialized know. and they just were like, maybe they dream- thought they were dreaming and went back to sleep. I don't know. But so that weird. that was weird that no one ever came up at the time or, you know, had right. anything other than this lady was brushing her hair at the end of my bed. Um. And like, apparently they just go back to sleep after that. Um, and we had one lady woke up and said, <laughs> she came downstairs. She's like, you know, your hotel's haunted, right? <laughs> We're like, yeah. And then she's like, cause her husband, I guess, can see things. And he woke up and he said there was like an army of men in a single file line. And they walked right through the room over his bed, over him and out the window the lanai door like an army of men and i was like like i don't know how to handle that situation with people you know like Mm -hmm. so it's just like do you need to move rooms are you guys like anything what what can i do so you guys are okay oh no it's fine it's not a problem so it's like okay because i don't know how to compensate you for (laughs) right how do you (laughs) yeah policy on that or what yeah no not at all like was anything stolen anything damaged or stolen like i don't know really yeah yeah and then we had, um, our office was in room 207, and 
it used to be like a one bedroom suite. They converted it into an office. And I used to get like something would like tickle my feet under the desk, like a tickling. So then I told one of the coworkers and they're like, oh, well, yeah, because this guy, it was a couple stayed in there. And the guy, I think it was like Samoan or Tongan or some kind of um, Pacific Islander. And he pretty much chopped his wife up and then he killed himself. He butchered her and killed himself in that room. And I was like, okay, well, that's good to know. Damn. And then I moved into a back office in that same unit. And I couldn't work there at night by myself. Like once everyone else was gone, like if it was after six o'clock and the sun was going down, I couldn't do it. The lights would flicker in my office all the time. Sometimes I would come in in the morning and my lights would be on. And I had like wall sconces. And those are like, um, you have to turn, I had like battery operated candles. So you have to physically turn it on and off. Mm. So like after the first time it's like, okay, maybe I left them on yesterday or whatever. And, but it would happen frequently. And then the lights would flicker. Um, and then I swear it sounded like we had a refrigerator, but it was just beyond the wall. So I couldn't see it looking out my door. Mm-hmm. It's on the other side of that wall, but it was like, someone lifted up the fridge and dropped it like banging, huge banging like that. Anyway, so that's there. And then we were measuring Lanai's. So if you ever want an experience, I suggest you go there and you request for room 510. Let me write this down. (laughs) Bamboo 510. And I don't know any story about what happened there. Um, But... I went in, we had a, uh, not a governing board, but we had a board because we were an association. It's like condo, condo tell. So I went with the board president and we had to measure Lanai railings so that, cause we had, that's when they passed the, like the width, the new width requirement for the Lanai railings. So we had to get mesh screens to cover so that we'd be compliant. So we're going in all the rooms and measuring. That one had three lanai's. So he goes in and then I go in and then he goes to one lanai. I go to the other lanai and they both have the sliding glass doors. So like I open the door and then we hear bam, like a door slam shut. The front door was already closed and we both like, like, did you hear that? What was that? And so we're just like, okay, weird. Okay. So we continue on, and then I go to the third lanai, which is, like, if you were to walk through a door, and there is a closet on one side, just a little bit of square footage before you go to another door, like a regular kind door that opens up to the third lanai. So it's like, okay, well, maybe that door was open or something. So... Anyway, I go in there. As soon as I step through the first door into that space, I got vertigo. Like I went. Oh, damn. It was like, like, I swear it's a vortex. I don't know how else. It was like misty, foggy, cloudy, however you want to call it. Nothing is clear. I'm spinning. 
And I was like, what the hell? And then I took a step right out the door and it was like nothing happened. Wow. It was fine. fine. I was like, no, okay, I can't. I'm not doing that. Oh, I'll send man. someone else up to do that. That's so crazy. And then I was, Yako? No, I, I'm just such the the curiosity cat, yeah. you know, the investigator that any of these stories, I'm never the one to like freak out or walk away. Like I'm always there with the flashlight or machete yeah. in hand, you, you know, investigating. Go. Like that's just me. Because yeah. even with like the um the Shadow Man story, it wasn't see it drive away, go home. It was no, nah, let's turn around. It? We're going back. <laughs> We're gonna investigate <laughs> this shit, you know. <laughs> even with the that creepy crawly thing coming up the driveway, same thing. I wouldn't like look at it, turn away, and go inside the house. I would be the same, staring at it, trying to see what the hell's going on, and then eventually either nope my way out of there or <laughs> go up and fight the thing. I don't know, you know? But I hate... It's the people that, like, either, like you were saying, the different types of people, how they react is either they're too scared to confront it or they're just quick to say, oh, it's it's something paranormal. Because I love to debunk things, too. Like, don't uh, automatically assume everything has got to be some ghost or something, you know? That's why I always go and figure it out, you know? And hopefully I'm satisfied at the end that it's actually something pretty crazy and not something kind of, you know, explainable. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm the same way. So, and it's really weird for me to nope out of a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm like the last one who would, who would turn tail. Like a scared person. Like he's I, so like analytical about things mm-hmm. that like fear can't fit in that equation because mm-hmm. it's always got to same yeah there, there should be an explanation right there should yeah. be something logical about it and and that's why this experience is so troubling to me because <laughs> <laughs> um and that's not to say there's no explanation but uh the reason so the reason i was actually scared in that moment was because of the way it was moving right um and me just being unable to conjure up some rational explanation for it to to make it make sense to me my brain was just it it just could not compute uh mm-hmm. what i was seeing um yeah. to the point where it you know i my- i was thinking like i was thinking honestly i was thinking like could this be a bear in hawaii because that would explain, <laughs> that would explain what I'm seeing. Could this be like a really big and skinny dog, or like I, I, a ton of things were just going through my mind, and and just to continue to see it moving up and across the driveway towards me, it, it was just the fight or flight kicked in, and it was like, mm-hmm. well, it doesn't matter what it is, because if it keeps coming at me, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Uh, yeah. I have a Water I have a hose, <laughs> yeah. I have a hose and <laughs> water at it, and that's it. So it, it yeah. yeah, it just, just o- case, like kind of overwhelmed was. the senses. So um, if it was, if it was less threatening, I probably would have, you know, gotten a flashlight mm. and figured out what it was. And yeah, um, it w- but it was just I don't know too much. Um, yeah, for me, like in my rationale, also exists the paranormal. So if I logic something out, I'm also open to like. Yeah, it definitely could be a spirit or something because I don't give up too easily if it's a sound. Like, it has to be solid. Like, if I saw that fridge move or slam or that door flung open, there's no air, then exists in my world is also, okay, it could be exactly paranormal. Yeah. Because, like, I won't just see it from that 
physical perspective like it has to be something in the physical it has to be some explanation because also within that explanation could be yeah like i was saying could be some ghost on the other side swinging that door open yeah but i won't let it go i'll go up to him like what the hell you know try and figure <laughs> it out and if that's what it comes to it's like okay i'm cool with it a little creepy but i'm cool with it like <laughs> once you've exhausted all like scientific mm-hmm. type yeah. explanations trying to figure it out then what's left what's, what's left, left mike <laughs> i don't know i mean just because there's no explanation doesn't mean it's like supernatural but yeah i don't know that you know well, it was kind that... of funny so it was kind of funny when we were we were talking about it so i had um talked to a friend who i run into one of my uh hula brothers and he has the gift and he wasn't open to it for a long time because he had that, you know, like ever since he was really little and then couldn't control what he was seeing. He just saw everything and it was terrifying to him. Right. So he like hid from this gift and tried to just block it all out all the time. And then he like studied with a shaman and like did all these things to try to um, know how to use it properly and protect yourself and do all that. So I ran into him at City Mill and he, um, I told him, I said, we got to have a talk one of these days because I want to like see, I want you to tell me like what you see around me, who do you see around me and like all this stuff. And and he's, <laughs> so he started telling me like, well, you have um, like a guardian angel on your mother's side, like she's over your left shoulder. And like what she looked like and the signs of her, like flowers and, and like Evie birds. Um, not Evie, Eva, um, low flying seabirds and stuff. And like the color she's wearing and, and she's the one that will help you communicate with your other spirit guides, you know, cause I told him I was trying to like learn how to do that. And anyway, so my brother came over and so I was telling him that and we got onto, I guess, spirit talk and all that in general. And then we started talking about these ghost stories. <laughs> How come you never told me this? Like we both had these crazy mm. experiences that we are only finding out now. Now, right? <laughs> Years later. God, like fifteen or more One years year. later. Yeah. You think that like verbalizing it at the time would have made it seem more real, and at the time you're trying to, you know, debunk it in a way, you know. Yeah. And I I think it's also, like, you don't, like, for me, like, I don't think people are, like, now I'm way more, I talk to anyone and everyone about it, but, (laughs) like, you have that fear, like, people are going to think you're crazy, and, you know, I think now it's just kind of more, the world is more open, and. And we were living there, so, I mean. Yeah, that's also, like, yeah, you don't want to talk about what's going on. You're trying to make it make sense so that you can keep living there because what option do you have, right? I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, you're young, you live with your parents, you can't just like move out. Um, and I think we, you know, when we moved there, we talked like about, oh, you know, is this like where we're going to live for the rest of the time while we're in Hawaii? Because we had actually first moved to Hawaii and we were living in Aiea. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a cool house. Yeah, that was and creepy too though those. Yeah, that one had passages in the walls, like a door in the wall, and you can go in and walk. To the 
Do you remember that, Mike? I don't remember the doors, but I I barely remember that house. We were there for a few months, maybe, because um, I think it was a place that um, Dad's company got for us. And then Mm -hmm. there was, like, a bunch of construction going on next door. So they, you know, they just said, why don't you just pick a new place? Because it wasn't the ideal spot. Well, I think that's – so they had a – like, one of the rooms was an office in that house. So had a secretary working in there during the day. Oh, I, like I kind of remember that. Yeah. Transition house. So my dad's an engineer, and they do like military projects. So we moved like every year and a half when new projects would come up. So kind of like military, but we never had any of the benefits benefits of it. <laughs> but I do want to rephrase that because I like that he was an engineer, and not I mean, like he wasn't risking his life every day. So that's that's a huge benefit that we did get. But, um, so I think that house was like a transition when they had people coming in. So that that's where you go until you find a place mm. is what I think that house was. There was no intention of us staying there. But yeah. I mean, I, when you're dealing with stuff like that, I mean, yeah, what can you do except try to rationalize it, right? And try to explain it. But I don't know. Maybe... If I if I step into the paranormal space for a second, uh, and I play my own devil's advocate, maybe do you remember when you you did the blessing, Nikki? Because I'm thinking. So here here's just if I if I'm taking a look from the other side's perspective, mm-hmm. what if what if when you did the blessing, whatever it was could no longer enter the house. And so they were, it was relinquished to staying outside, right? Or yeah, or patrolling outside or whatever you want to say. And that's why. Creeping in the driveway. Yeah, maybe it's the same thing, but I saw it in the, in the driveway because that's the only place it could remain, right? Could have been, actually, if you were 20 or 21. Around, around 19 or 20, probably. Could have been. I was like in my 20s, mid 20s, at least. Um, yeah, probably was around there. I was probably 25. So do you, you're thinking that it's maybe could have been the same entity or whatever, if we're just going to use that word, but if now she was outside. Yeah. If she's describing like a tall man, yeah. it, if you think about what it would look like if a tall man then went on all fours and was crawling yeah. around, that's what it looked like. And was maybe, he like be- slow crawling, like the creepy slow, or it was like sprinting? Fast creepy. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it was fast creepy. Um, like Fast creepy. Yeah. So like, like if you were to imagine a dog, you know, running from one point to another, but instead of a dog, think of it like a, tall man on all fours right running from one point to another that's that what would be like. so scary when rob schneider and the animal runs like a cheetah you mean right <laughs> but there- i wonder if like because there was like obviously in the house you saw it and it was standing right and then outside if this if we're keeping with that same idea just to kind of have fun now and postulate 
but maybe like inside it can be more human because it's like inside of a house mm. and it's like where people are and outside it's reverting to this more animalistic creature because now it has to live in the wilderness and you treat me like an animal i'm gonna come at you like an animal now. <laughs> or yeah or it was angry right maybe yeah yeah angry. oh <laughs> that's the sounds with this did you hear anything or is it all sight i didn't hear a thing i mean it was so like i said it was raining it started to rain at the oh, time so i was mm. dealing with like rain i was also washing my car and um damn yeah and that's what I hate is when rain gets involved because there's more things <laughs> to worry about because now you're getting drenched yeah. and it's more sound. It's like, what the... Right, and that's why, you know, the first two times it, it moved, I didn't immediately, like, react to it. I was more just, like, observing because mm. I was thinking, you know, okay, it, it's it's now raining. Like, there's more things to deal with. Mm. Um, it's, it's pitch black. That light that I have keeps turning on and off. So, like, there were things that allowed me to be like, okay, I'm just seeing something weird or... Mm or whatnot but the third time uh, it, it didn't matter because it was it was approaching now it was getting closer it was um starting to present a real danger right like if it wasn't yeah. something real yeah, right it would present a real danger like even if it wasn't supernatural if it was some type of animal it would be dangerous yeah. you still need to yeah. get out of there yeah i still need to get out of there right so so at that point you know whether it was a hallucination because I was up late and I was, you know, mentally, I was kind of upset and it was dark and it was raining. There's a lot of explanations, but regardless of what it was, it was just, it was at that point where it was enough, right. For me to take action. <laughs> and the action I took was just to get out. Right. <laughs> and no, can't blame me for that. <laughs> you don't have any ghost stories. I don't have any, I have other people's ghost stories that were relayed to me. And I'm horrible at retelling them. And they get mad at me when I do that for them. So I tend to not share them. Yeah, actually, I was going to say it's good, Mike, that you came on. Because if I were to retell that story, like, I don't know that I would remember that it actually came up the driveway. Mm. Which would, totally makes it more scary. You know, I don't have any. I've heard a lot of good ones from people. But yeah, I'm not good at retelling them. You should go to the bamboo, though, in that room. You're... I was telling the story to Eric, and then his friend was. Did he live with us at the time? I don't know, but he's. I don't know, he but a lot. Um, I was telling him the story, and I think he asked me what room that was. Like, mm. was that room five ten? Because him and his dad stayed there, and I don't know if they heard the door slamming, but the lights were going they on and off for sure, and had sound yeah. in that room too. Was like, a ghost oh, investigation over there. there. Yeah, go, you I, should do it. I if you ever have to go to Waikiki for anything, stay there. I asked him to come on and join, but he didn't want to. <laughs> that but, story um, about the the woman like brushing her hair is super strange because, um, well, it reminds me of another story. But if you if you were to put yourself in that position, like you wake up and someone's a woman that you don't know is brushing their hair at the foot of your bed, like. Isn't it? It's like so strange that their reaction was, okay, I'm going back to sleep and I'll deal right? with it later. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's the part that gets me. So it's like Twilight Zone. Like they're, they're maybe it's like a, a, a dream that's shared between occupants of the room. And that's why they don't take further action because it's, it's in a dream, right? But they're all mm -hmm. sharing the same experience. Because if you were actually awake, you would, you would do something. You would walk over there. You'd get out, you'd jump out of bed, right? Uh, excuse me. Or you yeah. at least be startled enough to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. 
yeah, maybe real person maybe or some, ghost, either way. Mm-hmm. Some weird shared consciousness, some weird dream. Awesome. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Because it ends up being just like another another ghost story where we never figure out the ending or really what yeah. it is. It's just mm-hmm. this is what happened and that's it. You know, we did have one though that they had a their computer up on their dresser and they had the same story, but they found a hair on their computer keyboard, like a long hair, long curly hair. Mm. Yeah, it was just like I think it was like one strand just laying mm-hmm. across the keyboard. It's like, oh. So but I it have was, a... had um one of our like our security head guy for the whole company. He is very religious, and so he came in to do a blessing, and he does it in like Latin, and it's like super crazy. And, and he comes not only yeah, hung, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. weird. But I remember (laughs) us standing in a circle and we're holding hands and he's talking and in my head because this is Kayulani's home. If she wants to be here, let her be here. She's not hurting anyone. You know, she was like a sweet, educated girl. And to me, that's fine. This was your house before it was ours, you know. Uh If they're not hurting anyone, I'm cool with it. So the whole time he's going off in tongue, and then I'm like, nope, don't leave. This is your house. You can stay. And I'm trying to like counteract his blessings. My God, negating his blessings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like everyone else can go, but the princess can stay. But it's so funny. I was like concentrating so hard. Like he's not talking to you. You can stay. You can stay. It's okay. We want you here. Oh, that's funny. I, have a- I wonder about that though when they even like blessings and not to like poo-poo on different <laughs> beliefs, but like if the spirit you're talking to doesn't believe that they're a spirit that, or or like you're using Catholic rites and speaking in tongue to get rid of the mm-hmm. spirit, but maybe that's not the angle that the ghost realm or spirit realm deals with. Yeah, so it's in a different domain. Yeah, you're not. It's not working. They just are sitting there laughing or at you, listening to you, like, and be like, "This is what are you, it's funny when like maybe come around. Hey, everybody, come. This guy's gonna try and like exercise us. This is gonna be funny. Watch." And they just gather around and watch you try in vain and do all these things to try and get rid of them. And then they're just like, "Doesn't work like that here, homeboy." <laughs> it's like throwing water on an oil fire. Like it's that's not how you put it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe and maybe there is no way to put it out. Maybe it's just. You know, it's up to the the spirit themselves whether they want to come yeah. or go. That's why I never like when I try to bless spaces, like or maybe clear them is a better word, but mm. it's never with any religious connotation. Mm. It's like generally, like you need to go home now. You know, this is my home. No, <laughs> this is my. Home. Gotta look for that light. You go home. The light. <laughs> waiting for you so i have a hairbrushing story and this is this is 100 factual this is not a ghost story or anything but um it's still creepy super creepy so um at the time i was living in manoa at um the kolomona house um that's the one nikki with that plant that oh. you like to harvest the yeah can i just say that because it's just so <laughs> stupid so <laughs> tangent not ghost do you know related. what um <coughs> ali'i poi is <coughs> it's a flower and 
it grows like on long stalk stems and then it gets these bulbs bulbs that are filled with these little black seeds and then they break open i don't know if the that ever turns into a flower or if it's two different parts of the plant i don't know anyway we need to use those to make the uli uli the rattle that's what you put inside the um, oh. the gourd to make the sound. So I need to collect like hundreds of these things because you don't know. You got to, you know, it's by sound how much you put in, right? And it depends how big the gourd is and all this stuff, what sound you like. So it's like we should just always be collecting these because you never know when she's going to bust out a workshop and or someone else might need or whatever, right? This guy lives in this house for like three years or something. Not like I went over a lot, but I did go over a handful of times. I think, was it after you moved out? It was like, or, like the last few months I was living there. This guy had a huge bush of that plant right outside his freaking front door. And I... <laughs> The whole time. Never saw it until he wasn't there anymore. I was like, oh my Damn. God. Could kick myself. Anyway. Get back to your hairbrushing story. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was at that house and um uh you know I was um sleeping with, with Jules. She was uh sleeping over that night and um Jules is my girlfriend just for context. And um you are sleeping with a trove of treasures, you mean? Like rings and rubies? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so um, I, I wake up, and I wake up because I hear the sound of someone brushing their hair. It's a very um, discernible sound. You're, it's like a scratching almost, um, and it's just constant. And I'm, I wake up, and it's so weird. It's like, where is this sound coming from? And I turn over, and... Jules is no longer sleeping next to me. I look at the clock. It's like 15 past 2 a.m. So it's like 2.15, 2.17 or something. And I'm looking around for the sound. I'm also wondering where the heck is Jules. And at the foot of my bed, um, I see a head facing the opposite direction, like facing <laughs> down. And this thing is brushing their hair. Just oh. consistently, just like a scraping their hair with a brush, just brushing, brushing, brushing at 2.15 in the morning. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What is this? So I like, I get out of bed and I'm like cautiously kind of like going down and trying to get a look. And it's, it's Jules like brushing her hair. And I'm like immediately like, what are you doing? Like what's going on? <laughs> and she stops, like she doesn't say a word for like a good 30 seconds. And then she's just like, I, I don't know. Um, oh, geez. And, and that, that was, I mean, that's like the end of the story. She stops, she gets back in bed. We go back to sleep. And she, to this day, she admits that was really creepy. She doesn't really know why she was doing it at two in the morning. She says, oh, I just woke up and felt like brushing my hair. Um, but that, you know. That is pretty creepy. That's not an explanation. That makes no sense. Why would you do right. that? Oh, my God. It's, it's weird because she, like, remembers getting up and wanting to do it and just doing it. It's not like she was sleepwalking and just got up and was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like there was some conscious you know, decision-making going to happen. Like, I'm, right. I'm going to brush my hair at two in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it was going on for some, some time. Like I woke up, I was sitting there for a minute. Like, where is this coming from? What's going on? It's not like she just did it. It's not like a quick brush. Like, Oh, something's in my face. I'm going to brush it out. 
she mm. got out of bed is sitting on the ground at the foot of the bed brushing her hair it's just super strange and so, why would she sit at the foot of the bed and not just like sit in bed or yeah you know yeah weird. and face the other i had a chair like i had a, a computer desk and a chair like she could have sat in a chair she could have sat on the edge of the bed like um she could have faced like, me like I, all the decisions were based on how am i gonna scare mike <laughs> <laughs> how am i gonna freak mike out right now we have a, a sleepwalking, a creepy sleepwalking story. Oh, yeah. Our with son, Erickson. With, yeah, our oh. son. How old was he at the time? I don't know. Maybe like three-ish. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say he was three years old and we were all in our living room and we were watching TV and it wasn't super late, but he had already like fallen asleep on the couch and we're watching TV and it's, you know, quiet, you know, nothing's really happening. All of a sudden he gets up from sleeping and like, so this is our like living room. Here. He's like back on this side. He gets up and walks over. And if you keep going this way, it's towards our front door. And there's like the corner where the door meets the, the wall. And he goes yeah, and then window. he just like stands there. No, it was the window. No, I thought it was the corner. No, he was staring out the window. Out the window? So out this back window behind me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's staring he just... out. He didn't have all that <laughs> stuff that was there. We have like a He went a right up to the window and just stood there. You didn't go into the corner after? I think it was right here. Maybe I'm com- maybe I'm like adding that Blair Witch element to it from that movie in the end, but <laughs> it was it was like that where he just stood and there. And it's night and dark, so you can't see anything outside. And we're like, "Are you okay? Hello?" And he's, and he's not answering <laughs> us, and he's staring. just standing there, and we're like, "Oh no!" Oh god, that was so creepy. So we, I think I, I got really up and went to get him. Other, like, <laughs> what is going? So I walk over and like grab him and kind of like wake him up, and he's just like, "Huh." Yeah, yeah. And we're like, okay, and he went right back to bed, but it was so weird. Damn. That was scary. He used to always, too, when we would leave his room, he would wave bye. Like, when we were going out the door, then he'd, like, wave bye to hmm. whatever in his room. And he would oh. look at stuff, too. He When he was real yeah, baby, he would just, attention. like, sit and look, like, at the wall or the ceiling and just Staring, not move, not like, like Google gagaing, like. Mm-hmm. Oh, all babies do that. All yeah, I think like that's a that's a kid thing. I mean, you just you find something that that you focus on. Is, yeah, it's interesting. Maybe it's find just like the corner of a wall. Find me a baby that focuses on anything. I feel like I used to do that when I was a little kid. Like you just look at something that looks interesting on the wall. Like, oh, the way that these two surfaces meet is very interesting. And I've never seen that before because I'm a kid and everything is new to me, right? So maybe. I don't know. I feel like walls. ADD, like focusing for that long is weird for them. Yeah. I used to um take naps and this is in this room too. Yeah, this, I've only been in this house for like three years. But I would wake up from naps midday and I'd see writing on the wall, what? almost like in like neon and red colors. But it's weird because I, I'd look around to see if it shifts with my eyes, but it stays in place. And it's as soon as I wake up, it's probably happened about four times. And especially on this wall, because my bed is right over there. And I just turn, open my eyes from my nap and I could see, and it's not like, um, like English lettering. It's almost like shade, like different. I don't want to creep people out and say, oh, these are like demonic symbols and crap, but (laughs) it's like stuff that I don't freaking know. And it's like, dude, what the hell? You know how you have those UV lights on, um, like the 
when you shine it on object like that hidden mm-hmm. invisible ink that's what it yeah, looks yeah. like it's like my eyes are all of a sudden uv projectors and i'm seeing the <laughs> invisible ink and even on the ceiling i could see like red diagram stuff on it and i just can't figure it out it's only happened four times like it doesn't happen every time to where i can go investigate like how i love to yeah, do yeah, and yeah. you'll touch it but <laughs> i want to like honestly get a uv light and just shine it on this damn wall oh, and see if there's something there yeah or like even like take a i don't know Did it paint look thinner the and... same when you saw it it does it's odd because it's i i've seen the same shape on this side of the wall and then further along this side a second one and then up on the ceiling it's different but it's just like the same one on the ceiling anytime you see it on the ceiling and the yes, same one on the wall. Yeah, and it stays in the same place. It never moves with my eyes or nothing. It's like I can look back at it and it's still That's there. So it's only happened like four times. That is weird. Is Do you know what room? it looked like? Like, like could uh, you draw it? Uh, Maybe you don't want to draw it though. That's a <laughs> right. <thing. laughs> you don't want to draw, draw it. No, because what if and it's then a- you can start looking for it but what if it's a bad thing and like that's how shit well, gets it's started there already yeah but now you drawing it is you performing Activate it, right? <laughs> you know you're getting involved right. in it now and now it's on you like it it makes me question because uh, renting out of this house so it makes me question the landlord's like what the fuck oh, y'all be doing like, what are they up to <laughs> right and why is it my room because i don't get like you know i don't have never had any activity in this room when whatsoever mm-hmm. or any that's the only thing is why do I wake up in the middle, you know, midday nap and see this weird writing on the wall mm-hmm. that never it stays in place. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's not like those floaters in your eyewear. Movie yeah. It's not movie. a freaking floater. And I am already <laughs> like conscious at this point. It's not like I'm just uh, still groggy. Go back to sleep. It's like I'm, I can stare at it. And I made sure this the most recent time I did it, I stared at this freaking thing. And then all of a sudden it's like like that. And my eyes just boom. And it's gone. So, yeah, I'm going to UV light it one of these nights and let you guys know what happens. That would be fun. I would say also, but don't, uh, don't, yeah, maybe not draw it right away. Maybe try to commit it to memory and then try (laughs) to find it. Right? I draw, I trace it out for you guys and then, boom, activate something. Yeah, as soon as as you connect that circle to finish it, the last part, total or something, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Like, I don't know. Do you have sleep paralysis? Do you know? Um, every now and then, like when I was younger, I used to get sleep paralysis a lot. Uh, it's been way less since I'm older. Yeah, that's that's something that can cause a lot of um, situations like this. Like if you, so what happens when you have sleep paralysis is uh, your brain, parts of your brain, like wake up before. Mm-hmm. the rest of your body like the motor neurons and other connections can actually function so what happens is like your your vision is working um you can move your eyes you're thinking um but you're you're still sleeping you're, you can't move your body so you're like stuck yeah. um, and your brain is just starting to really wake up so you're still mm-hmm. in like a semi-dream state so this is where a lot of people can see like yeah. shapes, figures and a stuff lot- appearing in their vision yeah yeah True, but you know, even on that paranormal aspect, it could also be seeing into the whole other dimension that we don't see on the physical <laughs> or the normal. And it's crazy, it's the consistency of the shapes because it's not like it's changing every time. You know? Yeah, that is it's that's like so I can weird. definitely like turn what on the, the same fuck? spot in the wall. How do I turn my head here and then turn it this way and then I see the same damn thing? 
like what the fuck like four times in a row so definitely want to look into that and see what's going on yeah you should do that so when you come back on the podcast because i want you to come back on the podcast and talk about your this is what i would love to happen i'm just putting it out there i would love i don't know if you'd be down i would love to do a past life regression on the podcast on the podcast yeah or or before and then you can talk Talk about about it after after. yeah 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 that'd be but i i would love to have you back on his podcast (laughs) (laughs) to talk about that stuff you do and all your energy Man, and then let's go investigate bamboo. Let's go. Oh, I'm yeah. not <laughs> Yeah. Run some you, can, you can tell me about it. How it went after thermal cameras and see what that. comes up. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. Although we did have, um, so we were a condo tell, so people owned the units, and then they would oh. either let us manage them as hotel rooms, or they do it on their own, like B B R B. What do you call it? V R B O. V R B O. And then. Um, we had a couple that lived there. So one of the ladies that lived there, she passed away. So we found her in her room. But um, we all loved her. So whenever I get scared in the hotel, I would always talk to her. And uh-huh. Marlene, you need to come be with me right now and get all these other things away from me. Uh, come down this creepy staircase with me, please. <laughs> to protect you. But I would talk to her Just a to lot at you. the hotel. Yeah. Your exit, yeah. buddy. That's what yeah. you need. Yeah. Oh, they're supposed to be there. Right? Yeah. Well, like, see, that's the thing, too, is, like, and, Mike, you can tap out if you want to. But, like, if there is that other paranormal, you know, that parallel reality or that thing that every once in a while that, you know, you can see through the, the veil lifts, as they say, or whatever. Yeah. Like, Halloween tonight is supposed to be, like, one of those nights, right? But... Was it always, and this is just a weird conversation started, but like, has it always been Halloween or is it just because now all this centers around this December 3rd or October 31st date that now it kind of lives because of that? Or was Halloween always October 31st or maybe even before pagan calendars, it wouldn't have been October, but you know, this time of the year, was this always that sort of time where things can, you know, that veil lifts a little and if that that other side of the veil is always existing and is always there, <clears throat> like, is there, like, I always wonder, like, is there, like, drama and, you know, things going on on that side? Is there, like, another world? Like, are they living amongst each other? Like, does Marlene talk to the other ghost? So, like, when you are walking down that stairs and you call for Marlene to come keep you company in this creepy hallway... Like, are there, like, is she just one of many? Like, and the creepies are maybe over, even too overwhelming for something like that. Right, right. I wonder, like, all these weird, like, storylines now about this other side where it's like, because I've heard people say, like, tricksters and stuff. People who in this life, you know, were assholes or would cheat you out of something or lie to you and, you know you know, take advantage of you. Those are going to be the same personalities if they cross over. So when, in reference to that, is like when you're doing Ouija board or seances and you're contacting your dead grandmother, that could be Steve 
who's just fucking with you guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're, you know, but he has access to all the information because they're on that side. And, you know, I guess the way, what I believe is once you cross over, you kind of like absorb and have all this theory or even like mm-hmm. access to the Akashic records, I guess I could say. So you know everything about everybody, about any, you know, you know everything. So you're able to pretend to be Nicole's, grandma talking to you but i'm really just steven i'm gonna tell you oh yeah you should do this or this or you know what i mean and people think that they're talking to so and so but i wonder like all the personalities all the different things when they cross over they take that with them so you know are people doing kind of the same thing like do people like group together on that side like people who would have been friends in this life are friends in that life i mean i know you can be with your friends in that, you know, you rejoin your family or whatever. But I just am curious about that. Like, do you make new friends on that side kind of a thing? <laughs> That's a good question. I, I hate is when people try to answer certain questions and they give it like, oh, yeah, well, Halloween is the, you know, the peak night for things to happen. But they never explain why or why? how, yeah. it, you know, if, if, if that's your answer, like, well, how does that happen? Or when people talk yeah. about things like, mercury retrograde oh well it's communication because it's mercury retrograde what the hell does that mean no explain right. it the next go the next step yours yeah. is just that halfway step well this because this is happening but it's like really what is going on what caused if it is a paranormal thing why is it that energy spikes certain you know on certain nights or certain times what is making it happen if that right. is what is just truly happening you know go that extra step don't just give me oh yeah it's because it's three o'clock it's switching hour yeah, yeah, but why? <laughs> yeah, why? what the hell? So does that <laughs> hour move like a swipe across around the globe as the time changes with all the time zones? Or is it like, you know, 3.15 here, so that means, you know, mm-hmm. 6.15 on the West Coast is also witching hour because, or do ghosts even have time zones? Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is it like if, yeah, what is it like for them on their side? Like you're saying, yeah. Like, what is there see? a day, is there a night even kind of a mm-hmm. thing like we were talking about earlier? And like, who knows? And okay. for, us to be on, for us to be on this side, trying to like give answers, like, you know, trying to explain and give solid reasoning and answers for the other side is kind of funny sometimes. But it's this it's fun the, to talk about. This is the Santa paradox. Like how does Santa visit every house yeah. on Christmas it's across magic. the globe? Yeah. No, he's just super fast. This <laughs> <laughs> is a he technically he has 24 up. hours because he got time to Okay, call me Jamie. I'm going to be your oh, internet. She's <laughs> I'm Googling. Okay, so in a religious sense, let's go over the witching hour first. So the time 3 a.m. has often been described as a devil's hour or witching hour. And it's believed that 3 a.m. is a time when the evil spirits and demons are strongest. So the Christian belief says that the hour three in the morning is apparently the mockery hour of Jesus's death at Christ. As Christ died at 3 PM, the devil chose 3 AM to unleash his demons and spirits. And then this other one says, wait, this one was cool though. Here. Um, My mouse does that. My mouse is just going on its own right now. I'm not touching it. (laughs) It's like a Ouija board. Oh, you guys couldn't see that because we're not sharing screen, but it was. Uh, (laughs) 3.30 a.m. is widely believed to be the witching hour. 3.33. Oh, 3.33, sorry. Um, 
It's the time when the veil between the two worlds is the thinnest, allowing spirits to cross over easier. Yeah, but like, that's what we we're saying. Like, why like is that. the veil thin? Yeah. Like, what about? <sighs> yeah. We, I mean, and maybe these sites probably don't even get into it either because they don't know. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch the show? I know Mike, but you ever watch the show? Um, what was it? Supernatural. Oh, with the two brothers? With the two brothers. Yeah, the that one is good. Uh, I've never really watched it before. Like, because I feel like within the context of that show, the Ooh. mythology they're, you know, referencing and mm. using for, like, the storyline and stuff, I feel like it's based on the true myths. The true mm. myths and yeah. the true, you know, histories and that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So I find it really interesting when they're talking about, like, you know, like, things you can do to ward off evil spirits and like i wonder if people actually watch this show and like try interesting right like the salt circle i've seen that in a number oh, of other yeah movies. um <clears throat> hocus pocus they use the salt circle uh right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just watched that thought. <laughs> we did. but yeah like those things i wonder like because those because I, I feel like the writers and the producers of that show are pulling you know, they're just not making that up. And yeah, obviously, they're pulling actual myths. Hocus Pocus also referenced it, but like, I want to, we got to look into that kind of stuff so we can know how to at least ward ourselves. Mm. What do you got? So, hang on. Well, she's still looking. Okay. I'm, I'm looking as to, so the veil is also thinner in, on Halloween. But I'm looking into why. But according to some people, we're on like a screwed up calendar. It's supposed to be an extra month. Or no, never mind. That's the, an extra astrological sign. Mm, I remember that. Yeah, I'm hearing that. Ocufucius or something oh, like that. Some, something like that. But our calendars have changed because we weren't always on this this calendar system. It was a different one. So <sighs> Halloween wasn't always on necessarily on the same date. Right. But that's why, that's why I was like, getting more into, like, is it this specific time of year, like, based on, like, uh, distance away from an equinox or something, or, you know, like, because they, realistically, there was only really four markers for a year, right? Summer or whatever, spring and fall equinox, and then the solstices, right? So everything was probably based off how far is it away from this one? Yeah. Oh. From that. What? It's, it's a it's boring a, answer. It's a... Um, cyclical is that the word? Mm -hmm. Cyclical answer. So it's obviously not a tangible barrier, right? So no one could measure it to see if it's thicker or thinner around this time. But it's said to be thinner because we notice an increase of, in the amount of spiritual and paranormal energy. So That's yeah, what, I mean. So because chickens lay eggs, chickens exist, <laughs> basically. Maybe because more people are calling them around this time, or maybe because there's that you know that overarching theme of ghosts and ghouls. So it's you know in people's collective consciousness more so. So that could be a thing. And then this time is the the winter time, so it's darker time of year, and the darkness seems to increase the likelihood of a haunting. There's a really good um, documentary series on Netflix called Myths and Monsters, where they kind of get into that, where these mythological stories, how they came about based on like the realities of the, 
the time you know what i mean like mm-hmm. why are there's all these stories about haunted forests and like you know in ch- or enchanted forests forests it's because like it was a danger to go out in the forest back in the day so they uh, made stories yeah. and made myths and legends around lakes that will suck you in if you get too close because maybe at one point somebody slipped and fell and it's like a way to teach you know to be safe in that time so they created all these myths and monsters to teach these lessons and it was really interesting but not halloween related either more stuff happens at night because um solar radiation from the sun ionizes our atmosphere so they are comparing it to a radio so you will have better reception at night because of the sun's radiations is not like interfering Mm -hmm. so spirits Mm -hmm. are more able to uh manifest Uh, themselves because the sun is giving energy though right (laughs) 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 okay you want to hear some fun facts about halloween spooky facts Let's see, I'll yeah, just sure. good ones. So it's it's a Irish holiday. The Celts. So Halloween comes from a Celtic festival for the dead called Samhain. Samhain. They believe the ghosts of the dead would roam the earth on this day. So people will dress up and leave treats out on the front doors for the roaming spirits. Um, it's thought to have originated around 4,000 BC. Um, so the word witch comes from an old English. It's spelled W-I-C-C-E. Witch. <laughs> wise woman so in fact the Wiccan were highly respected people at one time and they held an important meeting on Halloween night Um, if a person wears his or her clothes inside out and then walks backwards on Halloween he or she will see a witch at midnight what the F and then so people oh my mouth oh um, people used to dance for treats on Halloween. So they would go door to door asking for treats and in return would sing, dance, or pray. And then during Halloween celebration, bonfires were lit to ensure the sun would return after the long winter. So Druid priests would often throw the bones of cattle into the flames and hence bone fire became bonfire. Oh. So dressing up, do you know why they dress up on Halloween, anyone? It's to hide your identity from the evil spirits. Okay, I couldn't hear you because you were talking at the same time as Mike. Oh, so I was saying to disguise yourself as a ghost so the other ghosts can't get you. Yeah. So they believed it would allow them to escape the notice of real spirits wandering the streets during that Celtic holiday. That's what I said. I said I I couldn't hear you. 
Oh, you really did fall. Um. Oh. In Belleville, Illinois, they ban trick or treating for kids over twelve, and kids can face fines from a hundred to a thousand dollars for going door to door trick or treating. That sucks. Dude, I was trick or treating until I was like sixteen. Two thousand ten. Bastards. <laughs> it's not that, not like for us, but like a thirteen-year-old still wants to trick or treat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so according to Irish legend, jack-o'-lanterns are named after a after a stingy man named Jack, who, because he tricked the devil several times, was forbidden entrance into both heaven and hell. He was condemned to wander the earth, waving his lantern to lead people away from their path. Wow. So that's where the term jack-o'-lantern. That's kind of a badass, but a dickhead at the same time. <laughs> right. Trick the devil a couple times. Right. The stories. Wow. Well, you should so watch that show. It's all about like the devil is the main character in there. What show? But he's cool because he's like a like a regular guy. Cool. They all have like this comedy about them. On um. Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh. Black cats get a bad rap because they were once believed to be protect to be protected by their master's dark powers or protecting their master's dark powers. Americans buy 600 million pounds of candy on Halloween. Are you saying this year the candy sales are probably way down because they're saying we're not allowed, we're not we, kids are not allowed <gasps> to trick or treat. Mm. Wow. So there have been a few accounts of people actually seeing like real dead bodies on Halloween, but they don't know because everything is decorated. What? Oh, so yeah, a, a postman saw a really realistic looking dummy dead on the ground and then found out it was an actual body later. I've heard stories like that. Like the, they've used like real dead bodies and haunted houses. Mommy, mommy. It's not like they the company mommy. like did it like some cycle mommy. threw a dead body in there to met you know yeah. to get rid of a body and got away with disposing That's of it. Uh, you wanna put some is that a good note it? to end this podcast on? Dead bodies right. in haunted houses. Happy <laughs> Halloween. Happy Halloween. Actually, I wanted to mention because because I, I just wanted to talk about it real fast. Sorry, before we go. No. The drive-through haunted houses. What are your thoughts on those? I feel like that's crazy dangerous and a like a Ooh. huge liability. I think it's a great idea. It's <laughs> that's the liability part. <laughs> For the <laughs> scare factor, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, what yeah, the driver get? Not that I'm a huge fan of haunted houses or anything. Anyways, but so I wouldn't go to one. Any, but just to say, like, if you freak out and you slam on your gas, yeah, or rear end a car somebody. in front of you, or run over somebody who's involved. I just feel like... I know exactly how they could do it safely. Car wash. Put it on rails. Yeah, put it on yeah, rails. Yeah, like right? a car, car wash. wash. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not putting haunted houses in car washes, guys. They're having you drive through, like, pumpkin sure. patches and shit. Yeah, but, I mean, they could have a track and yeah. put you on, right? I say pull your car and just, you got to keep it in neutral. You're towed by the... <laughs> right, you get towed uh, through the haunted house. And that's the even more scary, too, because what if they come at you and now you can't get away? Oh, you're true. Stuck. <laughs> you're stuck. 
we should do a you should do a podcast where we go back to New Wanted. Like we don't have to bother the people in the house, but we can go like maybe on the other side by Old Polly Road and we can do like a a ghost hunting expedition or something. <laughs> An investigation. That'd be cool. We can go. We can walk over there. That'd be fun. I'm down. If it's uh, it has to be not if nighttime. It's at nighttime then yeah. No, it has to be nighttime. Three thirty three AM. Yeah, I gotta know. be at three thirty three. Then I get nightmares, and then I always wake up at three thirty in the morning. Oh that's god, like, that's gonna mess with you. Scary movies at night. Eric over there brushing his beard at the bed. Or three thirty, and then I'm too scared to open my eyes, and I'm too scared to keep them closed, and then I gotta wake up this guy. Like you need to stay up with me. <laughs> I woke up at three anyway. fifteen this morning because the dogs are making Ooh. noise. Oh. Why did the dogs wake up? I think because a cat made a noise upstairs and they got up and ran to go look and they're yeah. scratching, got me up and I was like, what the frick? Damn. And I always looked and it was 3.15, like on the dot. <clears throat> see, I can never fall back asleep when I see that time. I took them out. And Anywhere from 2.30 to, <laughs> to 3 something, oh. 3 anything. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Yeah. Thanks, oh. Kella. Thanks, Mike. Thank yep. Glad to be here. Master X. That's your name, dude. It was right there the whole time. Master Ten. Oh, oh Master, Master Ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you guys um, for your stories. Yeah. Thank you for yours. Yeah, thank you. And um, have a safe Halloween, you guys. Yes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy All Halloween, right, guys. Bye. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Watching me.